come one, come all. It's tough to say, y'all. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Country invasions and hinged dates on fields. There were moments to send and moments of zen. Watch ye old gators go six and seven. We rapped through fantasy and grinded with cheese. One motherfucker ended up in the league. Another built homes while in Charlotte he drank. R.I.P. Dolph on the paper route Frank. Come one, come all, it's the end of the year pod, y'all, and tough to say, y'all, the Work in Progress podcast for Work in Progress people on one coast, it's the same coast, on one neck of the woods on that same coast, up north, we got a guy coming off of an extreme illness, down here, down south in Florida, we got a guy who's living in his parents' home with a cat that he is wildly allergic to, Hmm. so... Perhaps not the 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 most clear podcast that you'll listen to, no. but it, it will be a little congested, a little clearing of throats are pretty much inevitable, but regardless, it's episode 125 and marks the end of 2022 with many, many things at stake in 23. It's Grandma, you motherfucking boy, <laughs> and your boy up in the North Southern is your boy. B. McD, I am back on the mic. I have yet again defeated an illness that tried survivor. to take my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm a survivor. I'm a champion. Um, I'm also a traveler. I'm a worldly traveler now. I've crossed borders to beat this illness. And we come before you humbled but hungry. And that's got to be my new mood going into the new year. Grim, lovely poem. Beauty. I actually wish it had a few more, few more lines on it. Um, it was quite something lovely to listen to. I, as you know, I, you can probably guess, I loved the, the Dolph line, RIP. So that was a really good start. And folks, we come before you ready. I would say I have looked, I've been looking forward to this pod all week because I've been trapped in a hotel room trying to think of, you know, activities I can do well once I'm healthy. And this was one on the top of the list. So very excited to be back with you, my boy. And it's a freestyle of sorts, though there are some notes that were prepped beforehand. But And is this our number three uh, year recap and then look ahead? Is this our I, third one of these? I think, I think so. So if we started in August of 2020, yep. then we would have done end of 2021. No, this has got to be second then. Um, Neiman. Neiman. Oh, Aubrey's calling me. Get out of here. Get out of here. But Neiman. No, um, we did. 20 can you still hear Twenty one. Are we still good? Yeman. Yeah, yeah, I got you. We're still so, good though. The audio yeah, didn't I, cut out. No, no, no. I heard you. Did it? Mumble something about. No, no. You're good. Well, she called me because then my computer and my phone are synced up, so it always detracts, and my AirPods get she, freaked just, out. My AirPods so are kind of like divorced parents. They're co-parenting my AirPods, my computer, and my phone, and it doesn't really know because my AirPods will cry, and then my phone and my computer are just well looking for reasons to pit one against the other. I am convinced that unless you plug your headphones in, 
there will always be issues. The Bluetooth is just not, it's not perfect. I usually do. I usually go on the audio technicodians, but I am, I'm actually in my bed right now. My aunt and uncle got me uh, a bed desk and it is lovely, dude. I'm, I, I see some danger in my future with me in my bed on a desk. It's, Can it's I have really a hot lovely. Take on that? Yeah, go go for. While lovely, and while Auntie and Uncle are probably great people, haven't met them, but I love them. If and when you have to adjust your bod, I do foresee some some challenges. So just stay woke on all that. Agreed, and I will always do desk, sit it up in an office chair, but I do foresee. Well, here the real reason that I wanted to get the bed desk is because yeah, what's now, the real reason? is the real me it's because there are some things that i could be doing during games and the way that my tv sits in front of my bed you can't really sit at my desk and watch games so i'd like to have my computer out while i spectate and do a little multitask season so it's going to help in that regard. And then I think every once in a while, maybe post-lunch, maybe at 4.30, when I'm just kind of cranking something out that's a little Ooh. less tactical, Ooh. that I can <laughs> that I can just do my little bed desk. But regardless, back to the task at hand, this is the third. And right? Am I, are we stupid, dude? Maybe it's not. This might be the I second. Think, I think it's the third, my boy. But how would it be the third? We started in 2020, right? Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, I'm not the mathematical guy here, but it is, what's nice about doing these is that I feel like leading up in each of the Decembers that we've done it, we've already sprinkled in a lot of reflection. So while I would like to spend a little time discussing what has occurred, I think we can spend the bulk on what's on the road ahead Ooh. only because I feel like we we gear ourselves up in a way that there's really no suspense I mean everything has been chronicled up to this point yeah no, yeah 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 I'm with you I like that I like that a lot and so I suppose where I would like to begin is let's just take a couple of bars here no perks just bars about the year that you just had it was, in my humble opinion, I think the longest year of my life. And that is not to say that it was bad. It was actually very good. I just feel like every single moment of every single day of every single month was used. I don't think I had, I had maybe two or three throwaway days, maybe maybe a sick day. Even those days, dude, there's just like something going on. Like I don't feel like I had a day where I did absolutely nothing whatsoever. It was a day that I felt... Like each each moment was optimized. Whether that's healthy or not, I don't really know. Curious of your thoughts, and then we can get into the grands. Well, so I would call that, and I would wholeheartedly agree, as you know my you know my life up here. But it was actually the fastest. Shit. DB DB has been calling me out because my memory. I don't know what it is, my bro, but it's just it's it's gone. I have no the ability for me to recall certain details and, and minor minor little wrinkles in the story. It's it's almost evaporated. 
Um, and I chalk that up to just how fast we've been moving. I did a little list of the trips that I have been on. And growing up, I was, to be quite honest, I was either sitting shotgun or riding backseat to golf tournaments. Very rarely were we traveling to non-golf tournament venues and destinations. I mean, we would we had some vacations and they were lovely, but majority of my traveling before college was very centered around golf. So I'm very, I'm very conscious of when my life is just, it's, it, it's very different than my upbringing in a good way. And it, it's a blur, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm cognizant of what that boy Dean critiqued me with saying, you need to work on your memory. So I, I put together like a list. I have like a dozen, dude, I did a dozen trips. Um, Before you say anything about your trips, I love, I mean, David is definitely your best friend and his influence on you and his transparency with you is unlike any other. Like he, he really isn't as direct with anybody else as he is with you. So when I hear, (laughs) when I hear some of the things he says to you, I, I mean, I agree. I'm fully with it, but it's funny in the way that he phrases it because he does not mince words with you, bro. (laughs) He goes right for you. He goes right for the throat (laughs) in in good. And it's good. It's supposed to be that way. It's funny you, you you say all that. Um, so <laughs> we, were, we were having dinner. I forget. Here's speaks to my memory. I forget the the squad we were with. <laughs> we're sitting down, and he turns to me, and he's just like very loudly. The whole table's with us. Hey, so why are you watching rom coms, Barry? <laughs> I'm like, well, is, is there something wrong? <laughs> So yeah, I, I I sometimes collect some AK-47 pot shots from the terrorist known as Dean. We all need that guy or that gal in our lives that can just tell us how it is. For the longest time, for me, it was Billy Phil. He was always the guy who would say things in public, or he he would always catch me because, as you know, I've only of the last two and a half years channeled my rage. And whenever I was being a dick, he would just be like, "Hey, you're being an asshole," and it really hit. Like I would never. I would never uh, bark back. I would be like, oh, really? Because I know that he would never say it if he didn't mean it. And, I mean, Dalton and I are like that with each other as well. I feel yeah. like he'll he's he'll tell me – well, he he's very smart because he knows how my brain works. He'll wait for me to exhaust myself as if I'm like a dog. And then when I'm really tired, I'll be like, you know, that was really stupid. <laughs> Which and yeah. I'll try to get a, I try to get ahead of it for him, but um, similar vibes. Sometimes you kind of have to let the guy make a mistake. Uh, I would never let it be grave, but if it's mm-hmm. one that he's just gonna, you know, shake his head at later and not completely regret, I'll just let him do it, and then I'll get back and be like, "Yeah, wasn't your best." Well, on the subject of friends, I did find this year can, the concrete continues to strengthen amongst gang. Facts. amongst this amongst the slav five the concrete is getting extremely sh- strong yeah the slavic uh, five <laughs> the baltic five <laughs> <laughs> so i say that and then on the other side starting to see the i don't want this to come across in a negative way but i definitely am starting to see a refinement of just how many people you know I I stay in contact with. Yeah. And I think that's a, a product of life, but this was yet another year of huh. 
birthday, you know, text got shorter. Mm-hmm. Holiday outreach got shorter. Yeah. Uh, random calls or or DMs or or swipe ups, all that got a lot a lot less. Or and purely just like the desire to do that, the desire to go out of your way to reach out to somebody, it dwindles on yeah. a yearly basis for sure. And this year especially, and like I speak for myself here, but with where I have applied my focus, it, it doesn't really warrant a lot of that time to say, oh, you know what? Let me just randomly call this person my contact list. Let's just catch up with, with that person. I don't think that time exists. And, you know, hey, I don't, I'm not saying I want it to. Uh, clearly, if I did, I'd, I'd make time for it. But it just seemed like as I sit back and I look at all the posts, the holiday season, it's post supreme. Everyone is just putting, you know, their, their content up of what they're yeah, doing. And it's nice. Sure. It's, it's whatever. It's whatever. I think that's the, just the perfect way to chalk it up. It's just kind of whatever. Yeah. And you just, you notice how, especially dude, the girl gang. The girl gang for me has really fallen off with just oh, yeah. outreach of especially those college friends that while yes you you might have thought deep down, you know, friends for L and we'll stay in touch forever. Well a lot of rings this year, which I think is the biggest damper. Yeah, a lot a lot of those. Um but then I think I also think a lot of other people kind of just put their heads down and grind. Yeah it's kind of a mutual ascent to the top. I feel like for a lot of us, I, I speak for the, the UF gang, which yeah. I think, I think we know those demographics and those, those pursuits well, but even through the pod, Graham, like we, we didn't really focus on getting guests. We didn't really focus this year on bringing back old people just to have that conversation. It was really, you know, Hey, I want to accomplish this, this week or this, this month on the pod. And, that's kind of all I got time for. And I, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I definitely saw that as your, you took your talents to New Jersey, your, your ability to just dedicate the time to, to kind of queue up uh, kind of fun or unique things in the pod kind of took a back seat. And I think, I, and I like that. I, I support that a hundred percent, but it was, it was a year of that IMO. Yeah, dude. I mean, just to get, in a little bit about the the obstacle that I had to get through this year. I mean, this year I completely re-engineered my thought process when it comes to work. There was a stretch where I was pretty down bad and never so down bad that I would just just shut down. I'm I don't, I'm not I'm not really built that way. Like I'll always look for a way to make ends meet and to certainly surpass that but if you recall to start the year in january especially that stretch of winter it was just a discovery period to try to figure out any other industry other than advertising as i felt like i had plateaued in an industry that wasn't really going to offer me very much in the future and it was a lot it was certainly like uh rediscovering my identity in the corporate world and having a couple of leads feel like they would ultimately lend some success and some profit and some fulfillment and having them all fall short. And whether that be, you know, even having a conversation with somebody that was in web three 
which is just not me at all. But like, I don't know. I, I didn't really know who I was. So I was just kind of curious about where I would, where I would fall even in real estate in, uh, more like tech spaces. Like when, uh, that job at stack overflow fell through, you know, where are the, where the fuck would I be right now? If that ended up being a job that I got, like I would probably be back in Florida working this remote job and something that I'm really not that passionate about, but it's just something that would take me geographically elsewhere. And then when that fell through, I mean, I was staring in the face of reality, which was, I, I cannot continue to do this job in advertising anymore. I, it is, I'm wasting my life away. And it wasn't because, you know, I, I certainly would have liked to have been making more money and it was, I was just being so squandered, you know, my, my strengths were being so squandered. I was just, uh, I was basically just, uh, an algorithm. I was just a, a paper pusher as they would actually say in the company that I used to work for, which was funny because it felt a little contradictory because that was not a part of the culture, though they had many of us in their midst and in their ranks. But I was, I understood that it was just not good for my development and my growth and really bad for my fucking mental health, bro. I mean, it was so brutal. It was certainly fueling the podcast because this became like an outlet where it was so critical. Like I always think, bro, if I went through the parts of my career that were the toughest without this, I don't know if I would make it out because this was such a place of, it was like a sanctity, you know, it was like we we both could probably have really use some therapy in life but this was not like a therapeutic thing this was just a place that i could be myself and an outlet in which i could fully express myself so it wasn't like i was like using this as a as a means to like get things off my chest it was just like we've always said in our corporate lives because of where we are hierarchically you know we're going to be towards the bottom for now as we work our way towards the top and you know, when you're working in that dynamic, you're often going to be very passive. Whereas on the podcast, we generate the offense and we build off each other. So we have to be authoritative when we speak here. So it just is such a difference. So it was like, while I was discovering this part of my life that I was unsure of, at least I had a place where I knew I could be me. Mm. And then that ultimately led me to be like, well, I don't ever want to lose this, but I don't, think I can continue on this advertising path and as you know I was I was so close I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot I was two weeks away that was the threshold I was two weeks away from putting in my two weeks my resignation going to find a bartending gig I probably have to bar back and then become a bartender and just to do the bar bartending podcast and literally I can't imagine a more cliche Brooklyn lifestyle and it felt attainable because people around me were doing things that were similar. Like I live in in Bushwick and the types of characters that I interact with, they they make me feel like it's possible. And they're I'll tell you this, they are certainly not like the people that we know who live off mommy and daddy. These are people that are really fucking scrapping, bro. I met people that were making a buck chopping Christmas trees in the streets and selling them. I know people that are receptionists. I know people that are working at fucking Equinox as like a there's like a bike instructor. I know people that are yoga people. I know interpretive dancers. I know mm. graphic designers that are out of work. Like it, know, it's 
a role I would be probably awful at is an interpretive dancer. <laughs> well, you have no mobility. You have no flexibility. That's Your true. back is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that that was one where like, okay, I, I could probably accomplish a lot of those tasks. I feel like my resume would sure would would, would, would i don't know about cyclists i don't know about cyclists for me either you, for what it's worth no 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 yeah cyclist and interactive dancer i i don't think i could do those i don't think so either but at least i saw them and they were living in the same building and you know they certainly don't live the same lifestyle that i live not even close no. but i was like well i could pull back and i could do this for a couple months and just reevaluate where i want to be and what i want to do and that's when that's when the the real job that I'm in now came. Got to got to imagine those backwater conversations that all would have had once word got out that Graham was a bartender in Brooklyn. Oh, dude, I I cannot imagine. Highly educated University of Florida grab Graham only Hall of Fame high school class bartends. Yeah, local Brooklyn brewery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A brewery. It it would be it would be brutal, and I know that like. There was a social component to it that would bother me at first, but as you know, I'm working more towards uh, being unfuckwithable, as our man Kid Cudi would say. But I was close, dude. It was the closest I've ever been to making such a drastic decision in my life. Um, though it did feel calculated, it did not feel spot. It was not spontaneous at all. It was very, very calculated. It was also a calculated risk that I would like get back on track, but that you know i've seen many people in my life like i know a dude who he was med school or bust he took his test and missed a missed whatever the mcat and by a couple of points he ended up back coaching at our high school and he never really got out of it and then i know a guy who you know, also had athletic aspirations that kind of fell short and then he's been kind of rerouting and I think he's on a better path now, but he certainly spent some time, you know, somewhat floundering to try to figure out the next step. So I was like, oh fuck, like I know what this looks like. And my biggest fear was at least trying and failing, but you know, now being on a better path and having lots of support, yourself included, B. McT, to say, yo, dude, whatever's out there is close just got to stay the path and i did and it it ultimately came knocking thank fucking god because that would have been really i i gotta say it would be it would have been grim but there are parts of me still to this day that were just would just be curious you know just curious mm. what that lifestyle would be you know where it might where it might have taken me i will say what i where i'm at right now will take me much farther than that of a man serving up an old fashioned but uh prefer to be on the other side of the counter at least what i'll say for now yeah i do prefer you working in the day versus the night i feel like that'd be a little it's a little better for your health yeah yeah and it is worth noting my boy you have gone on a fitness journey yeah yeah dude i have that's a big part of it as well shall i just on belay and continue on that thread yeah why don't we why don't we do that one and then and then pivot to the outlook wordage i also want to hear from you as well don't mean to monopolize the convo but yeah bro i mean i'm gonna keep this one shorter this is like a little less impactful and perhaps like a little less transferable to those who might be listening but you know being an athlete growing up and then not being one in college and being just a full-time frat star 
that certainly took a toll on the on the mentals and the physicals. Then, as I began my career, it was certainly on the last part of the priority list. It was probably not even on the list. It was just not. I was doing coffee curls, just ripping a Keurig and ripping as many curls as I can before a Keurig can create coffee, which, as you know, is about under 30 seconds. And the world stopped. I was in a cabin. I reformulated my idea and my perception of fitness through Benjamin Ross Root, my sensei, who is the fitness god. And now in 2022, and I, I began to take it really seriously, especially as of the, the middle of the year, like starting from the summer to where we are now. Um, I've been on this particular plan for now 23 weeks. I'm in the last, I'm in the 11th week. So today, this morning I did my last of the five day workout of the week for a week 11, week 12 being this upcoming week. And I've put on, uh, shit, bro, about 20 pounds, about maybe 20, 25 pounds and uh and just like i i see myself and i'm like holy shit dude i i've never looked like this before and it's sweet i mean i feel great uh i obviously want to feel better i'm still in like the bulk phase so like eating a lot you're never going to feel awesome you feel big and swole but i i'm obviously shitting at a clip so <laughs> i'm excited to not do that and to eat like a normal person and to start cutting and being at like an average calorie intake mm-hmm. but you know, it is it is a huge part of my priority list now. It's towards the top, I would say. So, it's something that I definitely want to build on, and I don't want to lose at all because it is something that will. I like you can overdo fitness for sure. We've seen that with a couple of our friends, cough, cough, skeeto, cough, cough. But I think if you find a balance, it is a thing that can carry you through your life, and it is a very important part of just longevity in your life. Again, you can overdo the shit out of it, but if you keep a, the proper balance and you're not like sacrificing things in your life, um, then you're gonna be good. Like it's just better, even if you're just like stretching in the morning. Like it's gonna lead to longevity in your life. So there's more to come in 23. I mean, I hope to become even more beastly, but mm. at least for at least I know I'm capable of sticking to something that is otherwise very difficult. Well. And with that, I cannot offer a rebuttal to the to the pursuit of fitness. Um, that has basically just evaporated in my life. But <laughs> I love your the way you ended that, my boy, on how you did prove to yourself the commitment is there. A very you, you kind of made it a routine. You made it a new a new habit, um, or at least much more of an emphasis than than prior than those Southwest lifts that kind of were more like social hour for sure yeah yeah for sure yep all right uh 23 my boy 23 um we we will now let me preface 23 for me do you mind i don't but i also if there's anything that you want to add for 22 this is your time to do so well i think my preface i'm going to take it a different i'm going to take it more more professional. So I, I, I'm, I feel confident my answer will, will double dip on that. So slatty the, Oh, I will, I will end though with 22. I was in and out of hinge. So I ended hinge off or I ended the year off a of hinge. So just, I, I got to get that out 
to all my people and just off your chest back on hinge yeah (laughs) i I do okay Um, (laughs) so you and i graduated in undergrad in like an all-time economic just incredible time the stock market confidence wealth salaries just whatever word you want to like google from cnbc just throw that there and it was really really strong and healthy and i think that led to you know you and i finding jobs and really never going it was just it was a great time to be you know young and and on the grind yeah and the year ended on a very sour note so we made it through a a pretty rough two years economically not talking about the c word but just keeping economics in the in the centerfold here it we kind of we emerged and, and we were limping along because of some good fundamentals but for the for the last call it five months of of the year we did start to see our first downturn as workers and i think that's going to be an interesting interesting subject as we move into this new year because you and I have never worked in a recession. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> and life is not always up and to the right, as someone I get the honor to work with likes to say. And so that that will provide challenges, but my outlook is so much that the last 18 months were kind of swimming in the shallow end. And, you know, it was it was a challenge, especially for what I do. It was very hard. I take nothing for granted. But I believe the next 6 to 12 months will actually be the hardest because of where the economy is going. And I think as we're young, this will be our first real test of, you know, hey, it's not all rosy. You're not just going to keep making money. Everything is not just going to cost the same. It's not going to be easy gonna be very hard and i really i'm I'm trying my hardest to keep an excitement about this opportunity and to just keep plugging along on just doing what you're doing x's and o's blocking and tackling because we will be tested in my opinion on just so many levels i'm i'm couching this spring as i prefaced to you yesterday graham as spring is for saving summer and fall is for spending and so how i'm going to balance some personal goals of hey let's try and let's try and put a little more cash in the bank that rainy day fund i think needs to prepare more for a monsoon because who the hell knows what's what's on the horizon i mean we've had you know and i don't want to take this a crazy route but this is just where my mind goes and maybe i bring a little extra spice or a, a different spice than what you know, we've been talking about, but like, think about it, dude, our adult lives, we really haven't, we've never had like the threat of war and that just can't be taken for granted. Like you turn the news on and like, damn, pretty choppy out there. And you turn on the, you know, the, the, the finance news and it's like, damn, pretty choppy out there. So all these things as we start, I just, I like to not take for granted uh, a peaceful year, but one that kind of ended on a note where it's saying, Hey, this is, 
this is going to be this is going to be a challenge. This will be our first real test as young workers in recessionary times and the challenge that comes with a shrinking, you know, economic outlook. I I'd be remiss to start saying other things besides, you know, uh, a falling GDP, but just all these other these factors that go into the recession. This will be our first time and one I think we're going to learn a lot from. And is your outlook to stock the proverbial fallout shelter? Like, do you think that this, you say save, and I know that that means a lot of different things, but you look at the spring specifically as this time where it's, you ought to get the frozen goods, throw them in the freezer, nah, make sure you have nah. enough of this, enough of that. Not, and I mean this only because it's a fun analogy. I know yeah. that it's really more just like your finances and just sticking to your P's and Q's, but yeah. is that kind of your outlook going into the year? Like, we are not, we're not sure where this it's might not, go. No. I, I, great, great asterisk on that. So, no, it is not as grim as, you know, hey, Publix is going to run out of chicken breast. It's <laughs> it's actually quite, opportun- it's quite opportunistic. So one of my favorite, really kind of my idols of the industry, one of Sam Zell, you know, he looks at these downturns, these downturns, pardon the flu, as you need to amass as much dry powder as possible. And I mean that personally. So if, if I can al- allocate more of my salary to savings, then I believe in two years, I could try and go buy a house. Yeah. And I just have to be very disciplined and realize that people are going to go through this recession. And I don't know, there's going to be winners and losers. And I want to, I want to kind of emerge as, as a chance where you know, that is the next big thing I want in my life is, is home ownership. And which is crazy to say, but like, I do see my peers up here buying homes. It is a thing that like people can do while we do think it's far away. And it's certainly still far away. That's kind of next up. I see this as an opportunity like, Hey, let these home values, let people need to sell, let the pinch on interest rates continue to burden, call it the competition. And then Hey, maybe maybe there's a chance in in twelve or fifteen months to scoop something up that otherwise, if I'm not diligent now, I, I couldn't be in a position. I could be in a position to to take advantage of. Is kind of my my thought process on the next six months. Because, dude, I I look at it, and again, now we're in the rearview mirror of 22. But, dude, this fall, I just I put the afterburner on my credit card. Yeah, like, I know. I mean, <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> me too, bro. And, and so I, I forget who it was. I think it was actually my buddy Noah. Because I kind of told him, like, dude, I'm, I'm getting kind of murked on these weekend trips. You know, I get an American Airlines flight. It's not, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in basic economy, nothing crazy. Um, Still expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. I'm not flying Spirit. Regardless. I'm flying, yeah. I'm flying American. And then, you know, I go to the restaurant with the boys and like, I, I just have tendencies and, and Noah chalked it up where he's like, dude, no, you're, you're on vacation and you, you know, you have to live a little. And I'm like, man, that's, that's good perspective. That doesn't, that doesn't sting as bad anymore. I am enjoying my, my time away and my time with friends that, that is so dear to me. But this spring, as you and I have, I think we've all commented, we really don't have a trip on the horizon. And to me, that that, that kind of reeks as opportunity to just save a little yeah. bit. I mean, if I, I don't agree. have to go and put 500 into an American flight, 
and then get a thousand for like a hotel, restaurants, just blah, blah, blah for the weekend. I mean, dude, that puts me in such a better position because in in total transparency, as I just ramble and the cold brew hits and the flu is just leaking <laughs> through my nose. No, no, no. It's a good spirit. So, dude, like I have these benchmarks of my personal bank account of where I just do not want to see the number below. And that has ebbed and flowed as I have started working. And that means like I will wait to pay off the entirety of the credit card until I get paid because I don't want to see the, you know, the checking account go below a certain number. And I just want that. My goal is to increase that baseline, my, my floor, if you will, buy a lot in the spring because I think it's a chance to do that. And if you're just diligent on like your costs and you don't go too crazy and you know me, I'm, I'm still swiping. Um, yeah, facts. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> no, as is customary, there is a threshold and a standard of living that we don't want to sacrifice, which is right. very, very normal. Which, and I, I think, Hey, I, I think the standard let me back up. I'm not heading to the Walmart. I'm staying loyal to my Publix. It's just, I think I can maintain my standard, but if I just trim some of these frivolous, not even trim, I just I hit pause on some of these, these trips, I think there's a chance to make some serious inroads in leveling up financially. And that's kind of where I see this next six months going. As professionally, you and I get to see some turbulent times ahead. I want to continue the thread. Let's take a quick break just so I can take a quick pause, and <laughs> let's uh, let's round out the rest of the outlook for this episode, episodic 125-er, BRB. It's the creatine, bro. It really makes me pee. Do you like cheesecake at all? I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake at nighttime, real late at night. Cheesecake could do, man. Top it off before you go to sleep. <laughs> what flavor of cheesecake do you like, Future? Just the regular one, original. What does that taste like? Just full-on cheese? Nah, it tastes like cheesecake. <laughs> Sensational. Pepperoni. It's you and me and a pepperoni. It's you and me and a pepperoni. You, I, me, pepperoni. Neiman. Nemonius, we are Bark. Thank you for the quick delay so that I could pay. And you could do something else too. But Yeah, make some more coffee. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. What kind of coffee did you make? Um, cold. It was very the, cold. The poop the poopy kind. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> Dude, I'm curious for you. Because we've talked a little bit about, let's call it the outlook, the, the the general overview. But are there any particular goals that are not tactical? Because those probably are like more private. But the ones that are like more, dare I say, spiritual. Like ones that is like about something you can improve, a part of your personality or what you're doing in your day-to-day, a behavioral change. Is there something that you want to really 
get into that is beyond like a new year's resolution which is often like again like a very tactical thing this is more like i want to improve this part of myself in some way shape or form do you have anything like that i mean it's 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 so easy for me to chalk up those bad habits of hey let's not let's not crack every knuckle in my body and chew every (laughs) square inch of cheek um (laughs) Hey, I don't need to clench my jaw all day long to get a good day in. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, those are some low-lying fruits that, like, yeah. I mean, I would love to be less antsy. Uh, now I'm just thinking kind of how, how I would like to have my mindset. But I don't find myself being nervous, but I, de- I definitely find myself being on edge a lot. And I think that is seen in my bad habits um you know all my bad habits are like kind of stress related so that would be i don't i don't even say i have stress in my life i just for whatever reason i'm always kind of jittery or on edge i can't just sit still i can't just jay nash um i mean who who can but boy would it be nice to have a couple of his qualities so that would be kind of where i would like to keep a high level of just, you know, I I think I could find some more peace just sitting still letting thoughts come to me. I'm not going to change my, you know, max volume gonna, uh, in my head that, that, that won't, that's not, and you should change. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. No need to change that. But I would, I think it's historically on this pod. I've said, Oh, this year I'm going to stop chewing my cheeks, but instead I'm not looking at the root cause, which is like, why why are you doing these habits like what what's forcing you to do this like justin i don't think justin has a bad habit <laughs> so no like, i don't think he does i don't think he does like i've I've seen him bite his you know fingernails a few times but like i, I guess i think that's just pretty common amongst people i do not do that for the record but i want to i just want to get that out there justin does have a achilles heel but dude i'd love to just sit in a chair and just not either just feel like I got to tap my foot or look around, notice everything. I'd love to just find some more peace in the, in the present. Dude, we're one and the same. We're completely 100% aligned on that. And it, it, it's actually not that unattainable because oftentimes the stress and for you, the cheek biting for me, the nail biting, the sense of anxiety that unfortunately usually rests in my chest and in my breathing pattern is because we're probably sitting in front of a desk. We are controlling a high volume of work. And in order to accomplish that, we feel like we have to kind of get to this level where it is advantageous for the tasks in front of us. But it's really like pretty destructive to to the heart and the mind because it is it's not sustainable like what we're doing is is what we have been doing as far as the pace of play which the pace of the play never stops the pace is always going to be high but the player can manipulate the pace to their benefit and you see this uh here's a basketball parallel the the game of basketball is naturally very fast but a guy like Luca whom I, I wish you had seen, but unfortunately did not when you were in the queue. Yeah. 
Okay, we're, he, we're suing. He, we are, we're no, I know. You, yeah, you ought to. You ought to. But he plays at such a slow pace, and everything has to form around him. For our lives, which are not like that of an NBA player, nah, we we have a lot coming at us, and it's a part of both of our jobs to quickly process and disseminate information. But it can be done with with oxygen in our lungs still, which the reason I feel like this is attainable is because I don't think what we've been doing is sustainable, but I also think that we are both getting a grasp as to how to do this job more efficiently and yep. just being a more optimal worker. But do you, and, I mean, I find that like I'm on calls, we're on calls all day long. I ebb and flow with my concentration. Same. And, and like, and not a product of, I don't want to concentrate. No, I feel like it's actually like a chemical thing. I completely agree. It's very interesting. And, and I, I'm not on, I'll just call them the helpers to concentrate. I don't, I'm not on those folks. Um, I do, I do not think I need them. Not, not me saying I need them, but it is me saying I am interested to, it's nice to hear that you also, you know, struggle with that because I'll be on calls and like for a certain subject matter or like for a particular eight minute segment, I am locked in and I can vividly remember you know, the action items, the the noteworthy points, the takeaways. But then the next five, for some reason, it's like my brain just kind of, it's not as sharp. And I wonder how I can minimize these these little hiccups in my concentration. And, and perhaps on those five-minute intervals, that would be where I would, you know, chew with my cheek, crack, uh, my fingers or just do whatever weird habit that I can come up with at the time. It's almost like it's, when I'm in the Zen state of pure focus on every last syllable, those aren't even a thought. And then when for some reason there might be a slight pause or me personally, I don't, I don't know what the winds blow a different direction all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, got to crack my neck. <laughs> I, I do wonder about that because to draw back again, I'm feeling especially sports analogous today, but when we watch our superiors who are certainly masters of their craft to some degree, they've in some cases meteorically risen to wherever they are right now, status wise within a company and that of the broader corporate landscape. But I mean, it's a shooting percentage game. Like, I've seen people that I really admire that have moments where they have a lapse in focus. I've seen people that are meant to answer a question at a clip, ask for somebody to repeat the question. You know, I, I've seen that because we're not nobody's perfect. You just you find ways to become more and more engaged for longer periods, and you know the event. Every once in a while, you're going to have a hiccup. Like it just happens. Like we are naturally human beings. Not every single conversation has the same level of importance, and it's the shooting percentage game. Like I think once once you get to be like at a managerial level, and uh, you're a competent manager, that's not to say that every manager is competent. There are certainly some that just suck, but for the most part, at least in our worlds, we have really great ones, and and 
in my case, multiple where they just, they're going to shoot like 60% from the field. Like they're going to be able to be like more often than not, they're locked in and they're like every single thing coming out of a, a call or like an assignment that they can very quickly and clearly communicate it to a lot of different people. Mm. I feel like for us, it's just, it's a reps game and we just like, and I do this too. This is, I'm speaking for both of us. And I know that this isn't out of pocket for me to say this. We just have a lot of, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Like we, we don't measure. I've noticed this with both of us too, but we don't measure ourselves against our peers. We often look at our superiors and that's who we're using as like a benchmark. Like most people our age are probably looking left and right. We, we tend to look forward and up as a way of comparison. And, and that's <laughs> sometimes that's not right. Like I, I'm going to, I'm never I'm not going to change. Like, I don't, I know you're not going to change. Like we should all, you should always aspire to be much better than you are. But I do, I don't look at like the people that are my quote unquote peers. And I'm like, Oh, I should start emulating them. Like I'm looking at people up and I'm like, what are they doing? And how did they get there? And in doing so, I, there's a lot of sobering moments for sure. Like the focus is one part of it. The engagement is another. And then the, uh, the endurance is something that I know that you and I are both still trying to figure out. Um, <laughs> like I, I watch, I know you watch your boss. I watch my boss and I always wonder how the fuck do they just maintain this level for so long throughout the day. And I even watch too. Cause I'm curious. Cause we talked about the chemical thing. Like I'm like, all right, so I know that if I don't have a coffee at 2 p.m., I'm going to be useless the rest of the day. But then I look yeah. at them, and, like, they ain't like that. They just aren't. Like, I'm yeah, watching, no. and I'm like, oh, they're they're just normal. They're just normal throughout the whole day. So, I, I, I kid you not, and I love what you just brought up. I have had a self-diagnosed case of influenza B. I don't know what A is. I just given that my name is B, I, I prefer to have influenza B for basically the whole week. I got it on Tuesday, the 27th. I did not have caffeine for three days. On my flight back, my family thought it was a good idea that I head to Starbucks with them on the way to the Detroit airport and get a cold brew. Brother, you want to talk about a cure. I don't know what happened. I I finished that thing and it's like my brain, I had a migraine for two days. That I actually think a large part of it was a caffeine withdrawal. A hundred percent, dude. Uh, it was brazy, bro. That's real. I didn't, I didn't go to bed last night until 3 a.m. because I could not sleep. I don't know... I, I, Again, I, and I used to rip a cold brew at like six and go to bed by ten. Like that was not. Yep. <laughs> there was no not harm, good, no that. but a no, reality. Not not good, but a reality. It's I'm in the, the same. Honest truth. I'm in the same. Yeah, I'm out above. So, it. so, I I don't know. I texted my fam. I'm in the airport. I'm like, guys, I'm not saying I'm like a hundred percent, but I think my brain's back. Like I, I was out of it. Yeah, I was sick, but I also. Yes. Long story short. You and I, I feel like we we are so in sync with caffeine. Like we just we just depend on it because of perhaps the level at which we want to 
aspire to, or we think we need it. I don't know. Just something to monitor going into the next year. I do not think we abuse it. People like my friends think I'm like this crazy sicko savage. I do not think I, I have too much caffeine. I just, I'm, I am in a routine of certain caffeinated beverages. I just do the same thing every day. And that, you know, that's why I kind of like this little break I did while I was sick. It was kind of a reset. I mean, I, I just had half a cold brew right now and I'm alive. It, it's interesting. Like I, I, I might try and do that more often this year. It's like take, a, take the weekend off and like suffer through the headache on Sunday. But then Monday, that first sip, you actually feel the power that kind of runs through. You, you kind of feel that, that force energy of a Jedi when you do finally get to appreciate the, the caffeine. With great power comes great responsibility. My dad said that. And it's meant to be taken serial. Because we, I mean, I know what you're saying. And I agree to a, de- to a degree. But we bo- we definitely overdo it. Like, we overdo it for sure. And I, I'm not, again, I'm not above that. I stand with you. I'm left hand up on that shit, bro. Like, I, I'm... <laughs> left hand up. I, I'm like I'm I'm caffeinated a lot. Like I have a lot of caffeine and I'm certainly dependent on it as well. But uh, a cleanse would probably I'm probably due for one of those as well. And if anything just like limiting it to one. I don't know. We're getting on a tangent here about just like literal caffeine intake. Perhaps we uh we do a little wrap around it. And get everybody on their way. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we? I mean, let me let me see. I have my notes. Let me make sure I got everything I wanted out of this play. So, uh, another year starting single. We'll see if we end it single. Um, talk. To I also I, I will say to take a detour on that that I don't. I never think your goal should be to date somebody. I think your goal should be to meet more people of the women species <laughs> and to see where it might take you. Well, I don't think an, that... Yeah, I, it's an endangered I think, and protected species. Up there. It is. It's... <laughs> 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 yeah. There, there's not a lot of free-range chicken where you are, for sure. But I think... I Because think when we go to... Brother, when we head to the Yampa... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> i i just think your goal should just be to get yourself out there more not like i need to have a girlfriend like bad goal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i yeah. i ain't, there, i bad have a friend goal. who who definitely uses the need word when it comes to all that i, I know who you're I talking need. about i definitely know who you're talking about <laughs> i don't think i need i i i hear you yeah you're you're right i appreciate your refinement yeah, only because only because you're on such a good path. Like you have mm. a lot of great things going and you should continue those things. I think the the addition of more women interaction would benefit you, <laughs> not necessarily that you need to add that into your life cuz frankly, dude, I don't think you should. I actually think that you're still on a really really good wave and that you should just add more reps but i don't think adding another level of responsibility is actually good for you i don't think it's i'm learning to have it be good for me but at first i'm i'm still trying to find the balance okay well noted and appreciate but that's all i have well i guess for myself it's 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 all out there i think that we got the the bulk of it out on the pod and outside of that i think the only thing i i want to say at the 
tail end of this year or leading into next. Because um, this will come out on Monday, uh, which will be the second. So I'm actually about to embark on a journey with, with Graved and uh, r slash burlet slash hopefully d money snipes so i got stay, a nice little stay crew. woke stay woke on sharing fluids and beverages and meals with lee because no i, I i'm gonna do zero i'm gonna do zilch do, you do not want what we had not it's it's personal pan pieces all day today <laughs> no shareability no apps but <laughs> but i i do it it's it's weird bro i i think i had this raged this rage filled demon throughout most of my life, which especially became uh, the largest and the hairiest in college and in the first part of my career. <laughs> and then in 2020, I was able to tame the beast, lock him away. And then parts of 2021, he would come out every once in a while uh, in, in times that were warranted IMO. So now I, I I've been seeing him, like he's been lingering, he's been kind of loitering. He's not been causing a stir, but he's just been like around. And I, I want to find a way to incorporate him back into my life in a way that I'm channeling it rather than let, letting it channel me. And I'm, I'm talking in like a fucking riddle right now. So what I really mean by that is like, there's a part of my personality that has like a lot of anger. Like the, I have like a temper to myself for sure, and. It, it, most people would be shocked to hear that. My close friends would be not shocked to hear that. They've seen it a million times. But people that just have met me, they're like, I can't imagine you being mad. I'm like, oh, believe me. It happens. And when it is that way, I can kind of go red for a second. I would like to figure out a way to just channel it into what I do more, into the things I do more, because it's become evident that I can no longer channel that in, through the iron. Like it used to be that working out, I could get it all out there. There's just more left in the tank. Got to figure out another outlet for it, or at least like use it to my advantage. If that means like more energy or I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure yet, but it's just like on my docket of things I'd like to figure out. Okay. Well, suppose that's it. John Sonius. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, love you, my brother. Great. Another great year and another good one coming up. Evil. Love you too, bro. Evil. Health and wealth. Much love, everybody. 23. And me. Laughing his own jokes. That was a good one.